0: Welcome back to another episode of...
1: Hey, <coughs> I'm sorry if you're listening and you are not oh, watching. because I are
0: They're
1: like, what the heck was that? Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, why are you coughing? I'm sorry. Whoa, okay.
0: I can't cough now? <laughs> That's
1: crazy. Cough later, not the beginning yeah, of the podcast. Yeah, all right. Thank you guys so much for clicking on this video. We have a really fun video today it's not them it's you it's you it's you honey. when i was thinking about the title for
0: <laughs> it's you babes it's you babes when i was
1: thinking about the title for this podcast i was like you know we still can talk about people not facing that they're the problem
0: yeah accountability <laughs> accountability podcast a lot of victimization going on <laughs> <laughs> and we need to cut it on the
1: roots. We're going to cut it here and now. We're going to cut it now. Um, so just literally, we're going to talk about relationships, um, your singleness season, and Those. also friendships. And like low-key, mm-hmm. just lack of awareness Come that a lot of people don't have, including ourselves, okay? On because on. we don't speak to just point the fingers. We also are like, yeah, this happened to us. And it's what we learned from it and I we yeah, can Yeah, like, share. if you think
0: we're talking and we're not including ourselves in it, like, we may say, like, you, but trust me, it's I in there as well. It may slip up, the the you guys, but trust me, it's us. That's what we really mean because, yeah, we're all yeah. in the same boat.
1: Um, so, I man. do want to read a review from Apple Podcasts. I'm so thankful for you guys because we currently have 103 ratings wow yeah and we have 4.9 stars wow literally what the heck thank you so much you guys for your reviews your comments like
0: it's
1: so amazing um but this one is by peace page she said this episode hit me personally this was from last episode she said, I love you guys. This episode made me reach out to my niece, whom I haven't spoken with in such a long time. She turned to crystals, tarot cards, and watching TikTok videos all day long until her phone dies. I know that she's been hurting before doing so, and that's and that she's trying to find peace from this nonsense. I love her so much, but she's so but she's a strong-minded person, and I'm scared of what it will take to get her to turn to Jesus wow thank you so much for That's sharing amazing. that and we're so thankful that this video um encouraged you to reach out to your niece and um that you have some insights of like what she's into yeah. but i do want to say if you allow me to give you advice i will say that um just pray for her, you know, pray yeah. for her and obviously send her the videos and talk to her about Jesus. But know that a lot of the times when we're trying to reach out to non believers, um, they can think that we're very judgy and pushy, and we don't want to have that. We don't want to share that. Exactly. So we want to pray for them and intercede because we are aware that a lot of people are not fighting. Against we're not fighting against flesh and blood, right? Yeah. So we are fighting against the principalities and the spirit behind that person and whatever they're attached to. So let's pray, let's intercede, let's has,
0: have faith. Amen.
1: Um, so she can come to Christ.
0: Amen. And definitely, definitely, um, love on her. I feel like that's one of the most important um things for unbelievers to really adapt, right? Yeah, because they they just looking for love, they're looking for peace. And so, if we can transmit that mm-hmm. through our words, through our action, they're going to be more receptive of whatever it is or whatever message we have to bring them. Yeah. So, I've seen a lot of more results of me loving on people rather than me judging them and telling them, you have to stop doing this, you have to stop doing that. Just love on them, you know, and just appreciate them and let them know how smart they are. Like you said, she's a very strong-minded person and she can be just as strong-minded with the Lord. Amen. So, you know, uh, I do believe that she will come to the feet of the Lord and if we all keep praying for her... I the Lord is gonna do his way,
1: yeah, and there are many times that we think that we can change people's heart we are not finished
0: Come on, but we cannot amen. change people's
1: heart only God can change her heart Come okay so let's keep that in mind like let's not get defeated or uh feel bad if she doesn't receive it right mm-hmm. um just keep praying for her and the Lord will do what only he can do amen amen
0: oh, producer, man.
1: can you throw me that water bottle, bottle please? Thank wow. you I'm a that wrestle player mm. some. <laughs> Why you want to drink water now? Amen. You're literally cupping everything. I now. can't.
0: All right. Damn, bro. Can't catch a break with this one, bro. I can't even drink water. I'm not free to do nothing. I feel like I'm in jail. This I'm is the you. best
1: water bottle ever.
0: Why? Because it's
1: small. That. No, we're not, not being sponsored. Exactly. Low-key sponsor me. Contigo. I bought this for like 13 bucks in Target. But this is cool because, look, you push this button. And then <laughs> this what's so funny <laughs> this comes out and then when you're done you can close it and then it's clean i had the stanley i had all the other water bottles and like look at this on top those, no those you don't even have one so we're talking about the straw is not sanitary talk. respectfully but this is like
0: really nice seen did not
1: influence talk. you to buy it now
0: yeah like free promo is insane if it's not the lord why are you free promoting it respectfully
1: the lord made water
0: yeah but he didn't make that water bottle
1: he did you do that, man, it without yeah. the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, I literally please, got you there. Please,
0: please, please, yeah. It's not them; it's you. <laughs> okay. Okay, what? What do you it's mean not, by that? It's not them; it's you. Because we we gotta really we gotta really dive deep into what that really means. Let's go deeper. Go deeper. Tell go me. Deep go deeper. Go deeper. Deep. Deep. Go deep. No, you gotta go. Go deeper go deep ah. yes hallelujah praise the lord we gotta understand that it's not really them it's you can i preach preach preacher we have to understand that we cannot victimize ourselves or point fingers in certain things that most of the times it's probably us okay and if you've always understood that friends are always walking away from me why every season i have a new friend group Okay, man. Why? Let you ask me to go deeper, and I'ma go deeper. <laughs> every season, I always have a new friend group. Why? My best friend changes every other month. Why?
1: Low key, having a best friend every month is crazy, bro. A best friend?
0: <laughs> trust me, trust. A me. A best friend is insane, man. I'm telling you. I know them. They're probably watching. So this is helpful for you. <laughs> It's
1: the fact well, that it's giving gossip though. It's, it's, it's giving fa- like chismoso no, no no
0: no no This is helpful. <laughs> Trust me. If I'm lacking something, please. The kiss was
1: crazy.
0: <laughs> I know them, and I no. And I see I, what you're saying though. And it's really really important for you to analyze yourself. Why is this? Why can I? Oh, why can I not keep a friend group? Why can I not keep a certain friend? Why am I always continuously pushing people away? Pushing people away. And so we have to deeply analyze and. Where all of these things are stemming from and why, mm-hmm. you know, when problems spark up, how am I reacting? You know, what kind of traumas am I bringing into my friendships and my relationships? That it's being help me. It's being that that comes from a place of hurt. Yes, that is being pushed Reci- on. That's being reciprocated. Yes. In a negative light. In a negative light that's being pushed on to them. Why? It's like you're bleeding from a wound that's not yet healed. And so this is very, very, very common, especially in relationships. A lot of people walk into relationships super insecure, telling their partner, "Um, you know, why are you following this girl? You know, or why are you following this guy? Mm-hmm. Why this? Why that? You know, and it's always something based on a level of insecurity because of your past relationships,
1: yeah, I was gonna say that. So, like if the girl has been cheated on multiple times, right? Right? She's dating this new guy. Mm-hmm. Now this guy is following a mix of girls and guys. Now this girl's like, yeah, you gotta look stop following girls because I feel very much triggered and I feel attacked by you following girls, mm-hmm. and it makes me feel uncomfortable. Right? We're yes. good girls. Friends. Yes. Right? Because I feel like it's a red flag if a guy is following models.
0: That's where I was going to go. There's two ways to go about that. Is number one, we're going to go the first route. What girls is he following?
1: Yes. Let's, let's, accept, let's break this down.
0: Because there's a way for you to go about it in a respectful manner to get into the root of everything. Mm-hmm. So if he's following half naked girls, and he's following a bunch of girls that are just models mm-hmm. and all this stuff that is lustful. You know that it's a deeper, is is rooted in something deeper. He's dealing with lust, honey. He's dealing with lust, and you have to understand that because no man of God, and I can vouch with my brothers as well because we talk You're about this for all the time. Men of I'm talking for the men of gods. <laughs> we don't follow half naked women because why would we want to see that in our timeline. Matter of fact, I don't follow nobody. <laughs> I don't follow nobody. <laughs> That's actually true. Because respectfully. And when I was in the world, you know, certain friends that I had, they would just post crazy stuff. Certain people that I followed was just insane. My timeline was just sick. Mm -hmm. You know, and the Lord told me to unfollow everybody. The Lord told me because I also dealt with lust. Mm -hmm. So those things were triggering to me. So I know because I was there. Yes. And by the grace of Jesus, I've been delivered. And so if a guy is dealing with lust, he's most likely following a whole bunch of girls. And that's where that's you have the right. That's why he's feeding his mind Yes, too, and, that's, and you can go about it in a respectful manner and say, babe, why do you follow so many girls? I, w- I genuinely want to know. Because if you're securing yourself, this is how you ask. But why are you following uh, uh, all these half-naked girls? Straight up. No sugar or nothing. Because I want to know, like, if you're dealing with something, I'm here to help you. Yeah. And we'll set up boundaries above the boundaries to make sure that you don't. F- we don't fall into yes. sin. So let's get into the root of this. Are you dealing with pornography? Are you dealing with math? Are you dealing with these things so I can help you go about it? Yeah. That is a secure woman knowing what she wants and wanting to heal her man.
1: And an insecure woman will be like, I need you to stop following girls. I need right. you to do this, to do that, to do that, so I can feel comfortable in myself. And he's like, No, honey, if your guy is dating, um, is dating you and he is following girls that are low isn't inappropriate, let's say, for example, mm-hmm. giving her the benefit of the doubt. Um, you approach it in a sense where like you want to know what you're getting yourself into. Right. Because if all you do is say unfollow, unfollow, unfollow so I can feel better, but then you're not attacking the root of the problem that this man is probably dealing with lust, he's probably dealing with so many things that later on the line, it's going to affect you and your relationship because right. I'm hoping that you're dating to marry, right? Right. Um. So there's no healing happening on both ends. You're not, you're not aware of what he's dealing with in the secret. Yes. Then all you're doing is just covering this with a band-aid so you can feel better.
0: And it's not them. It's you. And
1: it's not them. It's you. Yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it's the truth. Unfortunately,
0: it's you. And um, if I've known this personally where a friend of mine He followed, he follows girls from his church and he follows girls that he grew up with. None of them are lustful. Yeah. None of them are, none of that. They're just, they go to his church. They're friends for a long time, you know, family, friends, stuff like that. And this girl was telling him, unfollow all the girls. Why do you follow girls? That is. Be for real.
1: Yeah, that is straight up insecurity. insecurity.
0: What what do you mean? Like, Like, aren't
1: you confident in yourself? Like, honestly, women can feel insecure based on even like the look of another woman
0: like if they believe
1: that another woman looks more attractive than them that will make them feel insecure and it's like do you know who you are like do you know who whose daughter you are are? do you have self-love and self-respect do you know that you're that girl
0: amen and i respect the woman to be straight up and say in my past relationships i've dealt with insecurity
1: because I've been cheated on. Because I've been
0: everything. cheating on. Mm-hmm. And all these things are happening. So I want you to understand that sometimes if I come off as insecure, please tell me. Because I want to change that.
1: That is, that you is awesome. You want healing.
0: Now I could write that in my prayer book. And what? I'm see for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like Now I I'm I'm can wake up at 3 a.m. You know I mean? to pray. Father, in the name no, of Jesus. Jesus. My woman says she's <laughs> dealing with insecurity. And I bind it right now in the, in name, the of name of Jesus. Jesus. That's beautiful because now you're being vulnerable to tell me I've dealt with that. So now I know, like, if you do something that's off the lines, you know, I, I won't even point it out. Like, you're insecure. No, no. I will tell you, like, no, no. I'll reassure you. Like, yo, this is wasn't This wasn't the way.
1: And the same thing with this the man. Is, is if, if a woman comes to you and she's like, oh, follow this girl and do this and that. You're not gonna feel comfortable enough to open up to him, and be like, hey, babe, I'm actually struggling with lust. You won't. You feel
0: attacked. You
1: feel like, dang, like, now I really, like, if I don't follow these girls, you're gonna, like, yeah, stop dating yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah. me or stop whatever. Dating. But it's like, now. You know what? what I'm saying? What am I gonna do in secret that you're not gonna know? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, now you're not attacking the problem, you're just attacking what you're seeing.
1: Exactly. And the thing is about lust and all these things is, like, unfortunately, in the society that we live in, we see pornography and we see so much things in everything you don't right. have to go to a certain website anymore you can see it on tiktok you can see Bro. it on instagram you can see it on movies you can see it on, on tv shows everywhere so it's like you telling him to stop following girls low-key is not gonna fix nothing because when you guys are separated he can continue doing what he's doing right so it's like are you guys actually coming together to um doing to fight this world. off and heal this or you're just literally suppressing this person because of your own insecurities mm-hmm. like here the problem is not them yes they can have their issues but it's you how are you approaching this thing how are you walking in healing how are you walking in from a place of like yes i've been hurt before but the lord delivered me from it
0: and please understand we're going from both spectrum because right now we're speaking about you know women being the he yeah. having to heal and stuff like that but men as well yeah hey, don't worry this Babe, oh, that's another like, thing. You know what I'm saying? Like it yeah. goes both ways. So don't think I would just come in just have a woman. it. Literally goes both ways. Bro. A
1: thousand percent.
0: You know, because men as well um have these insecurities. Mm-hmm. You know, have everything that that a woman does. Like, oh, you're doing that for a guy. Whatever it's like. You know. Yeah,
1: and that because they can also have hurt.
0: Like, co- exactly. They, they, they
1: also probably got cheated on. They also felt um betrayed or some exactly. way. So now they are projecting that in a way that it's not healthy. Yes.
0: And there's no end goal. And we can go deeper into that. Go deeper. Tell me to go deeper. Go deeper. In the name of Jesus. Come on, we can go deeper now. It stems from. You're annoying. Lack of communication as well. Mm. Because if you're dealing with something, right, and I'm not able to talk to you about it or approach it in a, manner of wisdom to be able to get into the root of it you're telling me don't wear this don't talk to that person do this if i don't have the communication skills to be able to tell you what's really going on like, like talk to me you know was and and you'll be able to listen to them to really get to the root of it it's a problem because if you don't have communication skills you will deflect mm-hmm. you will fight back mm-hmm. and that is why it comes through to again even since little how you grew up your parents you know a lot of people don't have the privilege that we had to have amazing parents, to be able to teach us so much, to be able to teach us how to read the room, how to operate with certain people, how to talk to certain people. You know, yeah. all these things is is, is is wisdom, but again, it's also psychology. Because I'm not going to speak to an angry person, you know, the same things, way the same that they're speaking to me. Exactly. I'm not going to speak to somebody that's, you know, ghetto and grew up in the hood the same way that I'll speak to somebody that grew up in a family with, with a wealthy home and all these things it's not the same it's wisdom it's understanding how to operate and with who to operate in and so that again stems from how you grew up you yeah know? and
1: it's crazy because like you guys already know a little bit of our stories if you watch all of our videos because mm-hmm. we look we be sprinkling things here and there yep, yep, yep. but we grew up with divorced parents and we didn't have the christian beautiful perfect happy family household however We were very fortunate that our mom and our dad were both extremely present in our lives. And I'm so thankful because my dad, he is such an amazing man. And like, I love my dad so much. Yes. And I know my worth because my dad showed me love since I was a young girl that Mm -hmm. I never, ever settled for anybody like... In high school, there were so many of my friends. I love you guys, but they were a little bit boy crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah, they, were, yeah. like they were dating. So It's fine. Like, you're young or whatever. Right. But I was the type to not want to date in high school, like, with guys from my high school mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I was just so focused in my school. And I didn't need validation from men. I didn't need um attention from men. I was just so happy and complete with who I was, which is crazy because I wasn't even Christian then yet. Right. But that just goes to show that, like, even with my dad and how he raised me i had those standards already even yes. from an early age so when i started dating my husband um it's funny because he's just like papi like yeah, he's just yeah. like my dad like he's so hands-on so respectful so loving so, such a selfless person mm-hmm. just how my dad always has been with us and it's because i saw that and i never settled for anything less than amazing
0: exactly
1: however there were many things that my dad didn't teach me many things about marriage because he had a failed marriage um there were many things about um worth and deeper things that he didn't sit down essentially to teach me that i learned through the lord like there's so many things that i am so aware of now and i'm seeing marriage in a different light even though i came from a family that was broken even though i came from a family that we didn't have that family dynamic I learned what family means. I learned what self-value means. I learned what love looks like. Mm -hmm. I learned what respect and and caring and integrity uh, integrity and and all these things is because of my Heavenly Father. And this is for somebody that doesn't have that. If you don't have a father figure in your life that taught you to love yourself and you went through so many things where now you are having failed uh, relationships because you keep getting with the wrong guys, you're not able to read the room, you're not able to... Uh, identify red flags right. and you keep getting yourself in the same pit and you're like dang why am i always in a situation like why am i always th- like falling for guys that are not good for me um and
0: it's because, literally
1: being your word like the, your heavenly father is gonna teach you and guide you into what you deserve and what you should be looking like and you're gonna be able to discern that's what reading the room is, discern yes. what is right and what is wrong. And there are many things that we did have mm-hmm. growing up, but other things that we didn't have. Exactly. And then we did have it because of Jesus,
0: because of our Heavenly Father. Yes, that's 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 really, really good, everything you just said, because that is exactly where I was coming to, that there are certain women that think and it's sad because they didn't have the privilege to have a father in their life they didn't have the privilege to have a man being attentive over them because like you said when you have somebody that's able to teach you how to be hands-on how to be respectful. That is from little showing you my princess, you're beautiful, and giving mm-hmm. you these kind words and continuously repeating these things to you and engraving in you that you yourself start thinking, like, I'm a princess, I'm beautiful, I'm gorgeous, I love myself the same way that I am. And then you when know, a guy
1: comes around that doesn't give you that, you're like you're like, no, bye. like bye. <laughs> like my dad's
0: been teaching me these things since little, so I'm already molded to know what I want. And if anybody doesn't meet these standards, you're I next. promise you, like bye. Yeah, you're not you're not the one. And so it's sad when Girls don't grow up with that because they look for it in another man. Mm. And they think that that man is going to satisfy that that feeling that they're yearning for. When in reality, these men are telling them these cute little things at the beginning. Oh, you're amazing. You're beautiful. And he's like, yes, that's what I want. That's what I want. And then when they gravitate you, you didn't really get to know them deeply because all you wanted was just that. That reassurance. Mm-hmm. That I'm beautiful. I'm, I'm gorgeous. You're, you're my girl. And you felt protected. You felt loved. And then, you know, once you really got to see the whole thing. The full picture, now this man is mistreating you. You know what I mean? Now this man is not really teaching you how to be a, a, a woman. You know, he's, he's devaluing you by his words. And so you get cheated on. Mm-hmm. And you get broken. Uh, you, your heart gets broken. And it's all because it's stemming from that. You know and also,
1: something? yeah, I was going to say, like, even if let's say it's not, it's not that bad. Like, let's say, he's not mistreating you. He is not a bad person. Mm-hmm. But he is struggling with certain things, like lust, say, for example. But because you don't know... Certain things because you're not healing, you didn't heal from past relationships. Now you're not even able to approach the hard things properly. Right. Because not everything's gonna be the rainbows and butterflies. Mm -hmm. Like the first year of relationships, the first year of marriage is so beautiful and there's like no problems. But reality is that it is two imperfect people together. Yes. Now, am I willing to be in the mess with you? That's a really good question. And there's
0: that's a really good question, but there's different types of mess. Because somebody that doesn't know how to deeply analyze a man, let's say, or a woman. This goes both ways, again. I, just I was going gonna gonna to say, I was
1: going to finish so I can go in the man
0: perspective. Okay. So in the in a, in a men's perspective, looking at a woman. Uh, or both ways, the other way around. If a woman can't deeply analyze a man for what it is, it's going to be hard for her because it's going to be a different mess. Let me go deeper. No. You gotta say go deeper bro, so I can flow. Okay, go deeper. Nah, nah. Go deeper.
1: (laughs) Go deeper. Yes.
0: Hallelujah. Are you like Um, a man a man huh?
1: You're doing that against my will. Now I'm like,
0: A man can show you your worth by saying you're beautiful, you're amazing. You know Show you your worth? Listen, bro. You're not letting me flow. You say go deeper, but you're interrupting me. You're not flowing. A man can tell you you're beautiful, you're 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 this, you're that, and paint these beautiful picture. But a woman that knows her worth will be like, okay, that's cute. Now what?
1: Oh, okay, good. That's
0: cute. Now I want, I want more. Mm-hmm. Because a man a man of God is not just going to tell me these things. He's going to show me these things. So show me that you're a leader. Show me that you're a protector, a provider. Show yes. me more than that. My dad's already told me these things. Now, a girl that doesn't have a father figure to teach him those things. My heavenly father. Hold on. A girl doesn't have that father figure to teach him these things, they will be captivated by your beautiful, your precious, and the the, the the little things, but the protector, the provider, the manly things, they won't look too deep. They're just going to be like, okay, I'm hooked, you know, because yeah. a, a man in their life never showed them that. So obviously, if you're dealing with that, you never had a father figure because not a lot of people had a father figure in their life. You know, God will teach you that. Like she said, there's a lot of great things that our father taught us. A lot of great things that my mother taught us as well that I'm so grateful for our parents. But there's a lot of things that they didn't teach us. Like you said, commitment, you know. Being in in a marriage, they didn't teach us these things, you know. Family
1: dynamics,
0: family dynamics. You know, it's so important to even be at the dining table and eat with your family. That moment is so sacred, so sacred. And our family really, you know, didn't teach us that as much. But our mother, she's not a very emotional person. It's hard to get a hug out of her. Literally. Like and it's not she's not she's not doing it in bad intent. Her way of showing love is not physical touch. It's giving. And, and
1: it's crazy, yeah. And it's, it's crazy that, that she's not affectionate in that sense because as like you said, she's affectionate in like cooking and giving mm-hmm. some acts of service. Yes. But she's not affected um
0: uh, uh, affectionate.
1: She's not affectionate, you know why? Because of her childhood.
0: Because of her childhood, bro. Can you believe it, bro? So it's so is
1: it's so deep. much it's so and much. And so that's more. why I would
0: never ever um be like, mom. You never taught me how to do this. You never taught me because I know it's it's something rooted in something deeper. Yeah, you know. So that's why when you get to know the Lord, like you said before, this book will teach you how to be in friendships, how to be in relationships, how to do ships. In general, friendships, relationships, whatever. It will teach you everything. And God and how will, to
1: bring boundaries.
0: Exactly. And God will install that value in you. The Lord will install that value in you to know how to have sin. If you don't have a physical father figure, you, you have a heavenly father who will teach you who you are. Who will teach you your worth. Who will let you know that a man of God is the only thing that you should settle for. A man of God. Not a Christian boy. A man of God. You yeah, know?
1: like, like even God with- will install
0: all these things in you
1: yeah even sorry. with um yeah say sorry again. i went deep though you did say sorry again,
0: hallelujah man. praise it sorry
1: okay um <laughs> even with men like okay we talk about it in the woman's perspective how mm-hmm, important mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. for women to have like that father figure so we know our value Come and on again it's not only like if you didn't have that in in this earth we have it in our heavenly father even with men yes. like men needs a father figure men need not only physical, but also heavenly. Like the Lord talks about how the man should treat their wife, Amen. how the man should treat, um, you know, if you're dating, how you should be as a man, how what attributes you should have. Amen. So it's like if you are dating a man of God that is is not acting the way that they're supposed to act, that they're literally making you have insecurities that literally are making you feel crazy. And it's like, oh, I'm a Christian, I'm a man of God. They're not a no man of God. Yeah. Okay, let's be real here. They're not. So it's like being discerning and being like, okay, I am aware, like if you're single right now and you're walking into a relationship, know that no one is perfect. Mm-hmm. And what I meant by you getting in the mess with them is, for example, um, this person deals with um, insecurities of some kind and he is willing to work on it. Yes. And you're like, okay, this is not something that, like he's he's really confident about therefore let's me and you work together in it How that's, can-
0: that's a good mess
1: that's a good mess you because know what they're I'm willing to change or for example like if the guy is lustful and he's like yeah i am honestly like repulsed at the fact that i am lustful and i'm 100% willing and i want to not willing but i want to change yes you're like, okay, I am going to hold your hand in this. Amen. Yeah, because there's going to be moments that I need you to hold my hand yes. when I'm going through things like that. Because life and marriage and relationship is not beautiful. This person that you're with, that you want to date, is not perfect. Yeah, but man. there are certain things that you cannot tolerate. Abuse of any kind, that is crazy. Right. Like, this if respect. you if you are tolerating abuse, like, I... I'm telling you right now, run. Yeah. That is not normal. And I feel Man. like people grow up thinking that's normal. Yeah. That you raising your voice is normal. Yeah. That you raising your hand is normal. Yeah. That you hitting, play fighting is normal. That's not normal. Right. And people need to cut this thing and the stigma that, yeah, I grew up seeing this. My mom and my dad always fought and they always scream at each other. That is normal. That is not normal. Yeah.
0: Wait, but play fighting is not normal. I can't play with my girl.
1: Play fighting, like, you'd be like...
0: No 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 no. Uh huh. That's see, what i like, Play fighting, like you know what I mean.
1: No, it's cute. Like oh, cute. Like like. Nah, that was crazy.
0: <laughs> play no, fighting, but like a little like. A little like shy. oh, like like, like
1: like hit her with a pillow and then you knock her out. <laughs> That's
0: crazy. I can't. No. Okay, but just just like play fight moderately.
1: No, like there's always a mod. come on now. It's there's sure. a way to do things, it's but like sure. there are people that low key, like because of the line. Yeah. Like oh i you playing fighting but like I'm like you
0: did. Let me play fighting. <laughs> yeah, you go like
1: that. Fuck you! Go like, that. I'm cute. like that's crazy.
0: <laughs> no, literally, bro. And um.
1: Oh my god! I wait, guess... can we talk about friendships though? Because this is so common. Like you were saying, like if you notice in your circle that people are running away from you, mm-hmm. that you cannot keep friendships, and you're like they're the problem, like they are not being nice to me, they're not understanding.
0: It's not what. It's, it's not, not them. them. It's, it's
1: you. you. Like if every single person <laughs> tells you the same thing, be like, "Yo, bro, like really? you gotta relax on your like, your attitude." Like, no, is that attitude? it's not my attitude. It's not my attitude. Dang. It's like, and you're like so deflective. Yeah. Respectfully, like I know it's hard. It's hard to look in the mirror and and identify that, yo, maybe I am the problem. Like maybe I am not keeping relationships because I have things I gotta work maybe on. I'm a little it is very difficult. But the thing about that is like, if you're not able to identify your sin, you give God no room Mm, to deliver you. mm -hmm, mm -hmm, If you can identify mm -hmm. your sin, you give God no room to prune you. And pruning is so important. And we see it all throughout the Bible in the Mm. gospels that God prunes us. He pretty much cuts branches that are unhealthy. Things that are pretty much causing cancer to the body, Yes, right? So it is important to cut those things, even though it's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And God is like, yeah, you got to cut this behavior. You got to cut this friendship. You got to do this. God takes you to a place where he's truly isolating you. So you have the ability to see the problem. And a lot of the times it's us. Yes. Right?
0: Yeah. And it's hard for people to be vulnerable. But vulnerability is so important, bro. Because even for us to ask God for forgiveness, that takes vulnerability. 100%. You know, and for God to forgive us of certain sins that we continuously fall into, that's vulnerability. So if somebody doesn't have vulnerability, they don't ha- they don't have a repentant heart. Mm-hmm. If somebody lacks vulnerability and accountability of their actions, it's hard for them to repent, which means that they're dealing with a deeper sin. You know, yeah, and that's pride and that's ego. And what got saying kicked out of heaven? Pride and ego. I think it goes. After ego comes to fall or something like mm-hmm. that. So it just shows a lot about a person where if you cannot take accountability of yourself and self-reflect your actions and take full accountability of them, it's a problem.
1: Exactly. Like, you know, when God prunes you, he pretty much is cutting branches because those branches are not serving you anymore, right? Now, when he's doing that, he's allowing room. He's giving room for you to bear fruit. Mm-hmm. And it is important to to really prune and that uncomfortable thing to happen to take place, yes because from there you're gonna grow into the person you're meant to be, a healthier, a healed version of yourself. And God, when you are open to those things, God will do it. But the first step is being open. And a lot of people cannot hold friendships because, unfortunately, people don't know how to be friends. Like you don't know how to. How to be a good friend. Amen. And we see it so many times. Like, I was one of those persons that I was like, I want friendships. Like, I want to have a close friend. I want to have a group of girls that are, like, are prayerful for me. I want friends that are genuine, that don't gossip. I want friends that are loving and gracious and they have the same heart that I have. And I'm like, why I don't have that? And it's because I wasn't being that friend. So how can you expect to have friends that are godly, that are loving, that are trustworthy, that are um, in in your side, right? That are prayerful. If you cannot be that for somebody somebody else first. Yes. Like you have to be loving. You have to first show up to that person and be prayerful. You have to do that. Like let's look at ourselves in the mirror of the word and learn from God and be like, God, how can I be a good friend? Because Jesus was an amazing friend and we see it. He was so selfless. He was so loving. He was the most supportive. He was always encouraging. He was a servant Mm -hmm. to his disciples. Literally. So it's like, we already have the most beautiful example of how to be friends to somebody else. Why not exercise that? Instead of asking and and, and being like, oh, woe me because now people are not my friends anymore. Woe me because I cannot hold friends. Maybe you're the problem. You know what I'm saying?
0: And this is where it comes from too as well. Because... I also had to learn to be very, very intentional with my friendships and to see certain attributes of a friend. Because look, somebody can be a good friend, right? But they're just not willing to change their wrongs. And you can come to them as a friend and be like, yo, like this offended me, that offended me, and they get afflective. That's they could be a good friend because they're nice to you when they want to be, or they give you stuff, whatever. But a good friend is let's say they have their defects but you're willing to teach them to become better and they openly receive that criticism. And vice versa. And vice versa, that constructive criticism because I've been so intentional with my friends and my friends, um, like, I mean, a a lot of them, they never really had like a close friend that was, you know, I I constantly text them. I'm like, hey, bro, you need anything? Yo, I'm here for you. I'm, I'm willing to help you with whatever it is that you need. And they tell me like, yo, like, it's just new to me. Like, we buy each other gifts and stuff like that. And they're like, this is new to me because most of my friends is just like, they hit us up, we, we play basketball, we do this, we do that, and we go out our way. But this is different, you know. I'm teaching them how intentional I am with my friendship. And I'm like, bro, I want us to be as disintentional. I want us to buy each other gifts. I want us to, you know, feel comfortable enough that if we're dealing with anything, like, we come to each other and literally talk about it, about it. you know, be vulnerable with each other. You know, if we're dealing with anything, we can all come together to support that one friend. Let's do it. And I've taught them these things and they've taught me a lot back to be even more intentional with my friends to learn how to you know be more loving with my friends. They've taught me so much and that reciprocation has taught me how to become a better friend.
1: That's a healthy dynamic. But
0: that's a healthy dynamic. A lot of friends can't take constructive criticism. They yeah. take it as jealousy, they take it as envy. They think that you're doing something better than them and all these things and they're not happy for your wins. Instead, you know, they they use that as like a like a like a it's like fake love. That's mm-hmm. the real thing. And so you have to be able to discern like what kind of friends are there for you that are good for you and are bad for you and what are you doing to be intentional or not you know are you being intentional with your friends are you going out of your way like you said to build these attributes to you know reach out to help them in any way shape or form because how will they know if you you're expecting all these things but how will they know if nobody teaches them
1: yeah and also it's like what would you like your friends to do for you like if i'm sick you know how awesome it will feel like if my friend showed up with like, hey, I, I sent some Postmates for you. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, I bought some extra medicine. Like, just know that you're going to receive in a few hours. Like, how amazing is that? Or if you are going through something happy, your friend buys you flowers. and yeah. like, I wrote you a note. Like, my friend recently, um, shout out to Isabella. She um gave all of us, we're like a group of um, girls in my Bible study, and she did this super intentional thing where she like got us like socks, eye masks, and the most impactful thing from me, it was a letter. She wrote each of us a handwritten letter about what she loves about us.
0: Wow, that's and amazing. And how
1: intentional that is. And I'm like, wow, I love that. And I'm so grateful that I have friends like that because it's truly a mirror, you know? When you have friends like that, you want to become better. You want to become bro, yes. more intentional because you felt beautiful and yes, you felt amazing bro. about that. So it's like the intentionality has to be there. And if you feel like you struggle with, like... Not being the center of attention, I say, for example, like there are people that want to be the center of attention. Mm -hmm. There are people that struggle with other people's wins Mm -hmm. because they feel like they want to be the leader of the group or like they want to be the one that is the coolest of the group. Mm -hmm. Like those are all problems that you may think like if you're struggling with that because you feel it, you feel upset when somebody wins or you feel envious when somebody does something that you wish you were doing, whatever. If you feel that, don't ignore that. Bring it to the
0: Lord. Bring it to the Lord, yeah. And be like,
1: God, why like expose that. Ex- expose that from my heart. Mm-hmm. Bring it up. Like I want you to uproot all these weeds and bad things and I want you to burn it. And I want you to mm-hmm. give me a new heart and new desires because a lot of the times we feel certain ways and we act certain way, it's because we're not letting God prune us. Yeah, exactly. And there are old habits and old behaviors that are truly stopping you from exceeding or excelling in those friendships mm-hmm. in that in that relationship romantic relationship um and it's truly us like it is us that we have to work on and it's not about people like yeah people really do um hide in this like little cave of like Everyone is not good. Therefore, I have to hide myself and I have to cover myself.
0: Because I'm better.
1: You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a good friend. So, like, why people are bad with yeah. me? Or, like, why am I constantly being let down? And you know what? Maybe you have really bad luck that you have constantly encountering bad people that do you wrong. But now, let's work on our discernment. Yeah. Let's work on reading the room. Yeah. Because people okay, don't know how to read the room, bro. People
0: don't know how to do. And they and-
1: act super quick on something. They jump on something really quick because I think oh that's a really good opportunity.
0: And even before we get there hurt people hurt people. So if you're willing to to change and better yourself, that's one less hurt person that we have in the world. So mm. if hurt people hurt hurt people, be the less that's good. person to do that. You know what I mean? To be to be hurting other people because of your hurt because if you get healing through the Lord, it's so much easier for the world to know that if somebody else that's already healed from the Lord and wants to have intentional friendships and you guys come together, you guys know each other's values and respect each other in that way and don't take advantage of each other because you guys have healed each other from the Lord. That's so good. that's why you have to work in yourself internally mm-hmm. to be able to discern that, you know, and to be able to discern a hurt person and their intentions for you. That's amazing. Which, yeah, wrinkling down to that, what you were saying. <clears throat> um, you know, we get so eager to have friends and... We bypass certain things because of our eagerness to have friends. At the end of the day, God's timing is perfect. Mm -hmm. So if you don't put it at the feet of the Lord, I promise you, I promise you. The Bible says to pray without ceasing, meaning pray for everything and anything. So if you don't put things at the feet of the Lord, there's a a chance that it's probably going to go wrong. Because you didn't put it at the feet of the Lord. Amen. Sometimes opportunities come from the Lord. But I promise you, you really have to put everything at the field, Lord, to know if this is really from God.
1: But you know what's crazy? When it comes from God, it comes with a lot of peace. Mm -hmm. And it comes with a lot of reassurance. And a lot of the times when we jump into something, we feel like in the moment, it is so amazing. We feel like, yes, this is an amazing opportunity. I can serve God in this, or I can see God in this person. Let me just get in it because i'm 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 happy and i'm excited for this thing but then all of a sudden you start seeing red flags like little things, things little work. things like okay this was supposed to be from god mm-hmm. but now this doesn't really sit right in my spirit but you keep going you keep going and you, you keep noticing little things that is not from god because usually when it comes from god it comes with so much peace and so much reassurance and it is rare but you see something that is not favorable to the lord yeah if that makes sense so when it comes to things like you know you might want to have friends like you said and and you might want to do certain things but then it's not working out be able to discern and be extremely open to things not going your way
0: amen and and definitely definitely um you know guard your heart as well because um you can be so excited and so eager that you let your heart be open. And because you're not guarding your heart, you know, it can affect you. And this is not to put up a whole bunch of walls or mm-hmm. another another 3rd Don't do that. Yeah, It's about discerning. And
1: mm-hmm. when you
0: pray, the Lord answers. Mm-hmm. He will let you know. He will confirm it. It comes with what? With peace and reassurance. It's that easy. That's the only guarding your heart that you need to do. That's the only guarding that there is is to put it at the feet of the Lord and see what the Lord tells you. That's what guarding your heart is. Mm-hmm. Because that now the one that's guarding your heart has access to you and has access to whatever comes in. And so that's the Lord. So putting it at the feet of the Lord is the only quote unquote wall I guess you want to call that there should be. That's uh, it. Uh,
1: yeah, or or not wall. I will say like boundary, space, time. Because something comes to you, right? And you put it to the feet of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Now, instead of being so eager and jumping into something really quick, you give it time. Yeah. You give it space until the Lord confirms to you, go, do it. But unless you get that goal and that green light, you don't do it. Mm-hmm. Just because things can happen and then you confuse upon it, Like, yeah. dang, bro, like I really thought this was going to be amazing. I mm-hmm. thought I was going to serve. I thought I was going to like this person or whatever. And then it didn't happen and you're like, you're let down, and you feel like, dang! I feel hurt by the situation. That, that
0: happens a lot with relationships as well, um, where you're not guarded. Your heart is not guarded, and you're so you're already seeing a future with this person, and you're already all the way over there with them. And when it doesn't work out, you're broken. You're like, whoa! Like you were so attached to this person mm-hmm. prior to everything that now it didn't work out. You're devastated, and
1: that's just sad, because girl. people have like they create this movie in their mind Mm -hmm. they create this thing where they're like i am just so excited about this new job for example and it's like you get ahead of yourself even with relationships like you get ahead of yourself and you're already are you're so fixated on this person and this future that you can have that you truly like bypass all the red flags and then, then you get let down and it's like, that was your fault. I'm sorry. That was your fault. Like there were so many times where I was so excited about something and I just acted in the moment and I'm like, I stopped after something goes wrong. And I'm like, dang, I let my emotions take over. You know what I'm saying? And this didn't end up how I thought it was going to end up. And it was my fault because I didn't act in discernment. I didn't walk in discernment. And that is with everything. That is with friendships. That is with relationships. That is with... Things that you're gonna do, like serving or whatever it is, instead of saying yes to everything, give yourself time to bring it to God and let Him confirm it to you. And I promise you, when you do like when you look in- <laughs> <laughs> I <didn't realize. laughs> when you do things like that, when you move that way, yeah,
0: yeah. you're knowing. Go God
1: will confirm things to you, and you will feel. Good about whatever it is that you're doing, just because you're not moving from a place of like feelings, you're doing things from a place of discernment. Yes, and reading the room.
0: Heavy on the reading the room. I feel like I'm. We're so big on reading the room, bro. Reading the room, and it's crazy though,
1: because sometimes I get mad at myself.
0: Because you read it too much. You read the whole page from the back.
1: No, it's like (laughs) I think it's a gift from God. Like I am so discerning to the point where I'm like. Like, I didn't yeah. give this person a chance but I'm like oh this is why I didn't give them a chance because yeah. I was already like God already gave me the sermon before I even mm-hmm. did something or I start something and I see something and I'm like no yeah and then I look back I'm like wow I'm so glad they didn't do it because mm-hmm. God gave me the sermon about it and I kind of saved myself from that
0: yeah reading the room it, it has two roles go deeper go deeper reading the room goes both ways Reading the room comes with discernment, but reading the room also comes with wisdom. Because you can read the room and understand. By reading the room, we mean like understanding a situation or a person. That's what we mean by reading the room. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're interacting yourself with a person. Psychologically, you got to understand how to talk to them, how to approach them. But with the discernment of the Holy Spirit, that that that's psychological discernment that you're already having in the physical gets reassured through the Holy Spirit. So this is a, a beautiful combo. Yeah. Because you can tell. Because if you... Me, personally, I love documentaries. I love watching stuff like... I'm weird, I know, but like... I, I don't watch them anymore. But like serial killers and stuff like that. Like, how do they think and all this stuff. To me, yeah. it was interesting the because... they. Okay. You the Can't even be vulnerable in the, in the vulnerable room no more. What you said... I can't even be vulnerable. I can't that, even tell you. like
1: You shouldn't be vulnerable.
0: I, to be honest, like I don't watch them no more. But yeah, I'm it. big into. Jesus, give me peace. Give me peace. Lord, give me peace. I'm big into knowing and, and picking their brain. Like, Why do they think that way? You know what I'm saying? No. What's going on up here that makes them think like that? And so I watch a lot of uh, um, neuroscientists like Andrew Ruman and all that stuff that talks about the brain and all these things. So it kind of helps me understand people's actions. And wow. I think understanding people's actions and understanding the tone of voice and why they do certain things or why they say certain things and what way did they say it to mm-hmm. me plays such a role, bro. Because I get to know how I can approach you and how can I talk to you. But when I have that right, and and I got the Holy Spirit, it's crazy though. Put these together, it's over. Like I'm able to know <laughs> because if I'm up here thinking about like they said that this way or that way, like you know, and then. The Holy Spirit confirms it or takes it down, it's it's a beautiful it's a beautiful thing because that's also a way for you to reach souls, bro. Yeah. That has helped me with evangelizing.
1: hundred percent.
0: Like, I've literally seen somebody approaches me and I can tell either they're very calm or they're very angry. Like, one altercation I had, somebody came up to me and they were angry, bro. Mm-hmm. They were so upset. Like, well, you, you Christian things, you're better than us. And it's like, already coming at me that way. What would I look at if I was like, bro, no, we're not. We're just trying to spread the word. We're trying to help you. Nah, go to hell. You know what I'm saying? Like, what would that look like fighting with somebody else? Because I know the spirit behind them, and I know there's a wound, bro, because I'm a random person, and you're already saying, you Christians think you this, that means you have some type of hurt. Psychologically, I'm thinking, Holy Spirit already reconfirmed it and said, yes, he does have hurt. It's his family. His mm-hmm. family has been condemning him since little to go to church to do this, and he's like, they put a, such a strong religious... Uh, standard on him that he believes that he couldn't follow it and he's hurt by God. Mm -hmm. You know, and a lot of other things happen. So now the Holy Spirit spoke to me and I'm already like, yeah, I already know how to approach you. And so I talked to him with love. Like, listen, bro, it's like, what's going on? Because I feel like it's deeper than you just being upset at Christians. I think something happened in your life that you just are upset at God. Talk to me. I didn't know this guy, literally. And I spoke to him with love we literally got to the bottom of it. He's like, yeah, bro, because my family, you know, like they think like they're the holiest of the holiest, But I've seen stuff at home and it's like, who, who's really to tell and all that stuff. And I'm like, bro, I understand you, bro. We, you know, we're imperfect, bro. And that's the whole thing about, you know, people in church, too, because he was emphasizing people in church as well. And I'm like, that's the whole root of church is imperfect people going to praise a perfect God. So, you know, you can't blame them for, you know, misrepresenting the one that we represent, which is God. Get to know God for yourself. Because if somebody's misrepresenting God, that doesn't mean that that is God, yeah. you know? And I talked to him with love. He was literally saying slurs, saying oh crazy stuff. My my flesh was like, all right, he's wilding now. Like, <laughs> spitting on me and all that. I'm like, all right, bro. Like, oh. Yeah, like, because he was, like, so passionate about what he was talking about. And I'm like, all right, bro. Like, you know what I mean? yeah. like,
1: And that also applies. With
0: love mm-hmm. and the approach that I had, he received it, bro. I got yeah. to pray over him. And he's like, thank you, bro. Like, I didn't hear this perspective. I didn't know somebody can relate to me just like you because I told him everything I went through. Dabbed me up. And I think he put his number in my phone. Went out the way and I planted that seed. But, you know, it's wisdom and discernment that goes together
1: yeah and that also applies with regular people like your family member if you're fighting or arguing with someone in your life and then just how you approach a situation and just Mm -hmm. how you move and how you interact a lot of the things is us is us about how can we show up as christ followers how can we like show the light of the lord how can we be discerning when it comes to like our single season i know you are walking through that right now and it's like how are you preparing right now you are, buddy. <laughs> Sorry.
0: I love you, Jesus. Now, of course, You're praying course and knows. passing
1: and going to the woods for, for his not. spouse. You're not, though.
0: Don't say that because you're not. You're not actually interceding for, for, for me to find my... Yeah. I
1: pray once a month for you and your spouse Um, just because... No, nah, once
0: a month is insane. So you go four whole weeks without even adding me in there. Yeah, no. I'm definitely gonna have to no, deduct the times that add into my brain. Have you
1: heard the story It's like, it's oh, um, this guy was drowning, and then he was like, God, help me, and then a boat came, mm-hmm. and he's like, God, uh, help me.
0: You're basically and saying then, that you're sending stop, the boats, and stop, I'm not stop, going because that's and why. Wow, and, like, and then a person came with like a little,
1: a little, a little paddle boat, and it's like, come, come, on, you, get come on. on, get on, get on, get like, on. No, no, I'm God's waiting for God. Guys gonna help me. And then he drowned. And you know what happened when he went to to heaven? He says, God, big boats, you little dummy. I, I was like, that i taking two votes. Exactly, <laughs> that's what happened with me. I'm helping you out, but you're not taking the help, buddy, so you're on your own, okay. right? You're All on your right. own. Anyways,
0: All so the right. whole point I'm trying to make is. <laughs> it's, it's, what did I
1: leave enough stuff on? I don't know. You interrupt me, that's bad. I didn't. You ruined my flow.
0: Point is, you need to intercede for me more.
1: No. The point is that oh if you're in your single season oh my goodness. and you're like oh i cannot wait to have a spouse i cannot wait today de- i cannot wait to get married i cannot wait to have kids those are great things okay i'm not saying that those are bad things i love those things they are great things god made those things mm-hmm. they're great things however there's so much amazing intentional work that you can be doing in your single season there's so many intentional work like you're in the time where you're able to plan get better as a human being um just get stronger with the lord get stronger discernment you're able to nourish and foster friendships you're able to um be giving and loving towards others serve because you have all that time right Mm -hmm. so you have so much amazing things that you can be doing right now so like my advice to you is like stop focusing so much on getting a man and like getting married which again i get it you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying but put more focus on how can I serve God? How can I serve people? How can I become a better person? Like if I do have problems with communications and I get angry right away, how can I be better with my speaking and my speech towards others? If I am selfish, How can I exercise giving, be more selfless? Mm -hmm. Um, If I have problems with money, how can I store my money well? How can I build um, tools in my life so when I do have a family, I can support my husband in that? There's so many things that you can be doing right now. And I feel like, Let's stop getting caught up. in. I want my friends to be this way. I want my husband to be this way. But more like me. How can I become a better person so that the Lord can use me in a greater way? Go deeper. Go
0: deeper. That's good. That's good. That's really, really good. Working on yourself before um, you meet this person. Working on these qualities is so important as well. Yeah. Bro, because... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Working on these qualities is so important because once you're already diving into a relationship, these qualities were already engraved in you for such a long time. You've already been doing these things for such a long time. You've already been praying in the morning. You've already been thinking about you already being in a relationship, you know? So it's like you've been building these qualities. And it's not something that consumes you. It's something that you start building. Like, to say like a woman, like, you already, if you don't know how to cook, like, you already started cooking for yourself and stuff oh, like that. Oh, you're going to get hate. Being for real. If you don't know how to cook, learn how to cook. Your man will... will, will oh, you're going to get hate. Let me say it again. <laughs> If you don't know how to cook, learn how to cook because your man's going to appreciate you if you cook. If Can you don't know how to cook, it's, it's. Come on now, honey. You need to learn how to cook because it's important that you feed your man.
1: You might not. Okay. You know I ain't going to live off DoorDash and Uber Eats. No, no, Wait, wait, wait. You're not going to live on what?
0: I'm not going to live on DoorDash and no Uber <laughs> Eats. I need my woman to cook. Okay. <laughs> Whatever you know how to cook. No, wait. Can I say something though? No, you're right. More, no, you're right. cook. You're, right. you're right. But oh, the thing, I'm ha- the thing about. I'm going to stand on business. Okay. I'm SOB standing on business. I'm glad that you're standing on business, but uh-huh. I'm just giving you a heads up
1: that those unbelievers, even believers to be like, oh, but why can't my man cook? Oh, I know
0: how to cook. I don't know how to cook. So don't <laughs> hit me with that one because you're going to lose. Actually, that's, <laughs> that's not how to point cook. I don't know how to cook. Wait, wait, wait.
1: The whole point is that even that it's like when we're like trigger, like, oh my gosh. What else is you triggering? You want me to cook?
0: What else is triggering? You got to know how to fold clothes and do laundry
1: imanon imanon
0: i think this is great fold woman? clothes
1: and do laundry like iron the clothes
0: i think i think that's basic but those
1: right? no 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 no. the thing is to kind of help you out here i'm gonna
0: help you with that as well no no no. but
1: let me help you out because you're gonna yeah fix it because the thing is okay. that you no, know, all the respect though if you have a a lifestyle where you're the homemaker we see it in the Proverbs 31 women as a woman i believe that come for me i believe that we are homemakers
0: so why are they gonna come for you
1: and you have to learn how to take care of your family. And that is cooking a meal. That is taking care of your home. And believe it or not, taking care of a home, it is literally a full-time job. And of if course. you add kids into that, I can't even imagine it. Like, if you guys are moms here, you guys understand. Like, I'm a, I don't have kids yet, mm-hmm. but it's like, oh my gosh. Like, taking care me. of my home, doing laundry, cleaning, keeping up with the house. Yes. It is a full-time job. However, as a woman, we have the freedom to do that, right? As a man, you're like, oh, cook for me. iron for me. Wash my clothes, right? But what are you going to do you're gonna ask your wife to go no, work? No, 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 no.
0: Hold up, bro. Let me let me let
1: me no, say no, no, no. Let me say something. Okay. Let me
0: finish. Alright, okay, flow, okay. flow, flow, flow. Go deeper. Ah.
1: As a man, go deep, ah. if you want your wife to take care of your children, because mm-hmm. it's a very important role. Right. As a man, if you want your wife to take care of the home, right. to cook for you, mm-hmm. to help you mm-hmm. and nourish you as a man, right? Lick your wounds when you like are or whatever. Hallelujah. But then you want your wife to to, to work. But then you don't want to be a
0: provider? <laughs> but you but, but, but you're expecting this? Right. You're, you're crazy right. yeah you're crazy don't do not do that to me I'm just saying okay generalize it yeah okay don't do this generalize it <laughs> you're crazy yeah, you're crazy those people cause for sure I would love for my woman to be a housewife stay at home I will provide a homemaker a homemaker be a homemaker I want you to raise my kids not no nanny.
1: Now, really, be, not, wait, wait, wait. not no nanny. That, you gotta like like hate. You can like hate. And let me get and me the hate because this
0: is what I believe. A
1: nanny, it's nothing wrong hate with a nanny. With me. There's nothing wrong with a nanny. Hate on me. There's this, nothing wrong with Let me
0: finish though because you're not letting me flow. But so I'm it's like, you. if I ask you go, I'm not No, 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 no. Because if I'm not flowing, people are going to get the misinterpretation of what I'm saying. Okay,
1: fine.
0: I don't want no nanny to raise my kids. But if your wife has four kids and she needs help, a
1: nanny that comes for a few hours a day. You're not letting me flow. is a help. we'll go.
0: You're not letting me flow. I helped you. You are not letting me flow. Fix
1: it and flow. You're
0: not, you're not, I let you flow.
1: That is true. You interrupted me though.
0: But I let you flow. Okay, go. I would prefer my woman to build my home. Please. I don't want no nanny to be raising my kids. I don't want my kids to be more comfortable with a nanny than it is with their mother. Okay. I am going to provide for everything. Now, if my woman wants to work... You want to work a nine-to-five? You want to work a nine-to-five? Go work a nine-to-five. I'm not going to stop you from that. I'm not going to make you a home. I'm not going to force nobody to do nothing. Yes. Feel me? I'm not going to force nobody to do nothing. I will prefer my woman to raise my kids, to stay at home. You know, I don't want you to be working. I don't want you to get home, babe, like I had a hard day. I don't want none of that. I got you. uh, I'm going to provide for you. I just want you to raise my kids, right? Just cook for me. Clean for me. Make sure that home is done up. Okay. can Can you let me flow? Make sure the home is nice, ready, homey, comfortable. And whatever you need, I'm there. You need help with me cleaning sometimes. Babe, a little tired today. Got the kids running around. Can you do lunch? Of course. I'm there. Babe, I'm tired. I don't want to cook dinner tonight. Can you? Of course I'm there, bro. It's not like go cook go make me a sandwich it's an equal balance a relationship a relationship is not no 50 50s 100 100 you know so my girl's giving 100 at home making sure the home is property and let's say one day out of the week two days out of the week she's a little tired she wants me to go i'm gonna do it exactly it's a, it's a balance
1: and, and you're going 100 in the providing because yes and i'm going for for example, 100
0: throttle for the providing because exactly that, because that is my role if as your wife's
1: like okay babe i we need a nanny we need extra help okay babe i want to have a membership in pilates
0: you're gonna get that. Man. I'm sure a lot of these. <laughs> okay, I'm scared. But want, you is, want a nanny or yes f- for, for, for what reason though? If you're okay, at home with the so, kids, so so you
1: have to say something. When you are a mom, it's a 24-7, 300 no. But give dog. me the
0: excuse on why you want a nanny. Okay, and if it's you. reasonable, I have, to, I have to expand. If it's first. reasonable for you, that's
1: crazy. We can work with it. Yeah, but we I have we'll to get you that nanny. I
0: have we'll to get you a Christian nanny. Give them kids the word.
1: <laughs> Imano, Let me tell you why it's important. Right. So when you go to work, what happened? Nine to five. When you come home. Oh, I can shower and I can go to sleep and I can get ready and, and go to sleep. When you're a mom, you pretty much wake up kids, feed them, right. shower them, clothe them, entertain them, get them ready for bed, nap time, wake up, feeding. It's a 24-7 job. Right. Therefore, you have no time. If you have no help, if you have no family members, if you have nobody mm-hmm. around you, you have no time for yourself at all. Because especially when they're kids, they consume everything. Right. So if you're financially stable enough to have a nanny that comes a example like... Three times a week, from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m., let's say, for example. And where nanny, are you going to be
0: at? Are going to be sleeping, resting, going to Pilates, going to running errands?
1: Mm, well, you can do that. Or let's say, for example, you have a passion project. You can have the time to, let's say, for example, like if you're a content creator like me, you can create work or whatever, or you can go to a workout class. Bring or the you nanny. Can, or you can, uh, you bring can the go nanny. ahead and like have time to do the laundry. You have time to go grocery shopping. Mm-hmm. The, bring nanny the, bring the nanny. It's going to help you pretty much do give you time to do other things instead of being 100% for your kids. Now,
0: like you said... And that's a,
1: that's a luxury. Listen, that's a luxury that's many because many women n- cannot can afford more that. afford a
0: nanny, of course. That's what I'm saying. So it's like, you want to run some errands, you have a passion project you want to do. Yes. Yo, babe, two times, three times a week, we're going to need a nanny from eight to two, maybe four hours, five hours, taking the kids. Bring the nanny, bro. But for them to be there from Monday to Sunday... From from the morning until I get home. The nanny's raising them, the nanny's showing them everything. And no, you're at home, when you're over here going out, going this, doing that, running errands all day long. That's our different. kids are our priority, bro. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So you're, it's like yeah. those things can be rescheduled. The nanny, two times a week, two times a week, come. I don't want I don't want you to be burdensome. I wanna make your life easier. You know? And that, like, I say, I said, man, like I said, my goal is to make luxury. your life easier. Yes. yes, because I understand that if a woman is submitted to me, a Christian woman understands what submission is. She's submitted to whatever it is that I'm doing. I understand that I got to lead you in the right way. So if you feel like there's it's a lot for you, two times a week, two times we get in any, maybe we'll work it out. Let's do it. You know, mm-hmm. let's get it done. Whatever makes your life easier and is reasonable for me, let's get it done. You mm-hmm. know, but I, ain't, I, ain't, I ain't backing down from you. Got to learn how to do laundry. You gotta, you gotta learn how to cook you know what I'm saying Let's say you don't things.
1: know listen those are all things that you
0: grow into little yeah. by little you know
1: yeah not only grow into but those are the things that as a woman you take responsibility of
0: amen amen because I'm gonna make sure I play my role as a man exactly you know what I'm saying and I do what I have to do yeah so SOB on everything I just said if anybody got something to say please in the comments I love to read you guys comments say whatever you have to say I'm standing on it standing on it because we gotta bring that back. We gotta bring that back because I wouldn't want my And own I feel like you know, like time. that
1: those roles are definitely like they got lost in society. They They're not appreciated anymore. Yeah. Like like if you are a stay at home mom and you're a homemaker, you're like, oh you're so old school. Like, like you're not you're so traditional. Like ew. Like now roles? it's like feminist, you know, feminist. like I, I run which is great. Like feminist no. But if you want to run a business and you wanna work and still like do whatever when you have kids amen more power
0: to you you know what i'm
1: saying but i'm saying like the 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 value of a woman staying at home and raising up her children and and caring for her family that's what
0: society was better
1: well, it got lost it got in lost. translation. Of you know course. what I'm saying? Like now, people don't value that. I feel like now, though, more than ever, that's coming back, and I'm of so course. happy. I'm seeing that. I'm like, yes. Like, let's bring that back because there's so much power and value, and um, especially when you have a partner mm-hmm. that's key, mm-hmm. a partner that supports that, and that partner is like breaking their back to provide for their family. It's just a beautiful family family dynamic. Yes. Um. And like I said earlier, like, if you're a mom, you're like, dang, like, yes, I wish I had a nanny, but just money's not there. Trust me when I say that, having a nanny and do these things is luxury. Literally. So, you know, like, I was just trying to put a point with you. But yeah. with everything in life, it's like, it's a two thing. It's it takes twitchy. two to tangle.
0: Yeah, So good. if
1: your partner, like, keep that in mind if you're single... Um, or if you're married and your husband is not doing those things, pray for your husband. But pray you got to understand, husband.
0: like, these this mindset, when I was in the world, I'm like, nah, my woman got to work, too. Um, all this, that, and third. Like, she got to work, and she got to be equally as hustler as me. And obviously, I would want my women to have, like you said, passion projects you know, things that she wants but to do. But not only
1: passionate projects, bro. But a woman be... that has the mentality to guide you in the right direction. Of We're like, course. are like, babe, I need ideas. And she sits down. I know a person, I love her, that she does that. She's at home with her kids and her husband runs a multi-million dollar business. And he comes home stressed and overwhelmed and she's the one that's licking his womb She's yeah. the one that's guiding him. Like, babe, do this. I think you should do that. Right. She's like calling the shots internally in the house because if you have a partner that has a good mentality, she can support you in your
0: business. Bro, and there's no better dynamic than somebody that knows you so well and gives you tips yes. on how to execute them. Because when I was in the world, like I was saying, I was like, my woman gotta be a hustler. She gotta be do this. I'm not paying for nobody. But it's like, when I came to Christ, I understood the importance of the roles playing. I don't want my woman to play a man's role. And you want to If I fact. can provide. Exactly. If I can do it, why am I putting my woman in that place that she is not meant to be in? You want to know for a fact? Men mm-hmm. who are the most successful with
1: business, with things in general, mm-hmm. are married. Are married. You know why? Because marriage brings a stability.
0: Yes.
1: And little men... Little boys that they love to be rich Mm -hmm. and they have a lot of women. They think that's cool as a flex. It's not a flex. It's
0: not a flex. A flex
1: is a man that has his women, his family. Right. And he's the most stable.
0: How about how and literally such a no no literally like there's nothing better than saying like my home is stable. I have my woman. I have (gasps) my kid. I'm Mm -hmm. married for X plus years. Mm -hmm. I run my business. I do my life well, and I have this foundation already set. Oof! There's nothing more beautiful. That's I feel like that's a bigger flex than any amount than of money, money you had. You like, know why? Because it's priceless. That is priceless. The traditional way to have a family, and being like, you know, I'm a husband, my mother, my my mother, my wife. You know, she's, provi- she's providing for my kids. She's taking care of them, and I have my kids. do and I have my family oriented. Like that is something priceless that you can't buy. Because the
1: thing is that if you're working so hard and you're building businesses and all that. But you're not leaving a legacy because you don't want to mess around with girls. girls?
0: You know that's biblical. It is biblical to leave things leave for your a generation. A legacy, yeah, for your generation. A generation, and it's like it's more than
1: money; it's values. Yes, bro. And when you have a stable home, you're able to have that, and that is beautiful.
0: And that is where um, society. A lot of people say, "How can we change the world? How can we that's how we change the world?" Yes, with biblical traditions. If everybody had a biblical tradition to how to do life not just family but do life we'll be christ-like pe- christ-like society we will literally have thrive thrive in a society mm-hmm. crimes will go
1: down um all these things will go down unstable yes. unstable uh oh abortions will go down of
0: course you little know, things a you lot start of things valuing things that society takes for granted because obviously there's a bigger there's a bigger spectrum on who's controlling all of these things, mm-hmm. let's be for real. There's somebody else orchestrating all these things, this feminism, this LGBTQ, all these things. and, and, and showing This agenda and showing us this to, you know, have our kids engulfed in all of this. To not clouding know. Clouding their minds. Clouding their minds, not being able to think for themselves, not able to push forward, not able to know their identity at seven or eight years old. It's Like, they have an agenda for this and that's to really numb down society bro exactly and it goes so much deeper than that it's just, it just she keeps going deep but the whole thing is to have control and so if we bring back what needs to be brought back I promise stable you stable household, stable household, and morals ethics things that are gonna help society move forward our life will be so much and it all easier. starts with who it starts with, with you
1: it starts with us starts literally with as us. a person it starts with you yeah and you need to understand that your decisions your thoughts how you're pursuing the lord mm-hmm. what do you decide to engage in your friendships your relationships everything around you will pretty much create this world yes so knowing yourself valuing yourself knowing the stance that you have um plays a big part into this and yes. you can have a beautiful life that god intends you to have mm-hmm. but now it's about you having boundaries. It's about you doing the hard work of healing. Is you end up doing the hard work of knowing what is good for you and what is not good for you, and saying, "God, I'm allowing you to prune me, so I can become a better person that you intend me to intend me to be." Amen. It all generally starts with you. That's it. And once we do that hard work, we're gonna see so much beauty around us.
0: Amen. That's it. It literally starts with you, with accountability, with um, understanding that sometimes I'm in the wrong. Maybe I have the wrong standards in my relationship maybe i have the wrong view in life mm-hmm. i probably need to change it's probably not them it's probably, it's probably you you. <laughs> you know and so when we understand that maybe if mm-hmm. i change the world would be a better place yeah because it all starts from that one percent
1: maybe if i change now my family history is gonna be different from my past
0: come on now go deeper uh, preach huh? maybe
1: if i do the hard work i'm not gonna do with what my parents dealt with come on my generation is gonna be different from from me. I am stopping this cycle, and a new thing is starting with me.
0: Hey, hey Amen. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I, I think really, we'll leave it out there.
1: Yeah, definitely. I really hope that is really. I think this is
0: probably one of our best podcasts yet.
1: I love this podcast. This was really. really I feel good. like we can continue talking, but we're gonna leave it here.
0: No, you gotta be up here.
1: No, no, we're gonna do like no, no, no no, 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 like this.
0: Trust me, trust me. With this one, no, trust me, and then you go. For the okay, fine, fine, fine. Up top down low. Too slow.